Boom, and we're back for another episode of AlphaCast. This is going to be a very special one. We've got a couple guests on the line here with us joining us today. Um, we have famed uh, healer Roman Christian Hofner from Switzerland, who's joining us, uh, with, along with Philip von Holzendorf from 9010, which we've already done a podcast with. If you haven't checked that out, please. Um, it was a few weeks ago that we did that, where we um, introduced the 9010 uh, technology to our uh, community, which I'm wearing right here, one of the power capsules uh, for those watching. Uh, and uh, for those who are familiar with um, our channel, have been watching us, are probably very familiar with 9010 by now. Um, but uh, we're going to dive deeper in it today. Uh, let me introduce our guests real quick uh, for those who aren't familiar with them. Roman Christian Hafner is a healer out of Switzerland. Uh, since he was born, he has the ability to see and describe energy fields. He calls this ability read and scan. This makes it easy for him to see people, places, animals, and objects energetically, and as a result, to recognize where there are blockages and where there are which energies uh, in the river. I rec uh, he recognizes what the person or place or an animal needs to be in harmony and in harmony with themselves. And sorry, uh, we're translating this uh, from another language, so there may be some, um, some issues there. Uh, he's very happy to play with these energies, though, and support others to get into their own strength and energy and to stay there. For more than 18 years, he has been working as a coach and mentor, mentor in personal contact over the phone, Skype, and he regularly gives seminars in Germany, Austria, and currently with a special focus in Switzerland. Uh, for him, it's an absolute fulfillment to live out his gift. Uh, to help people with uh, with everything he does in his, uh, with these frequencies. And uh, we're so happy to have him on here today. We also have Philip uh, von Holsendorf, who we did a podcast with already, who is um, quite uh, accomplished himself uh, with his uh, Carbon 60 uh, company, and as well as everything he's been doing, getting out the word for 9010. So uh, just a brief over uh, kind of a summary of what 9010 is. Um, I'll throw it over to Philip. And of course, we uh, have Dr. Bear Paul Lando here as well, uh, who joins us on every AlphaCast. And he has done some uh, exciting work in the lab uh, yesterday in relation to what we're covering today. So, um, I mean, where to start, guys? I guess... Um, I could do a quick overview of what the subject matter is for today, and then we'll, I would like to throw it over to Philip to maybe just give a quick, brief summary, once again, of the 9010 technology, and then how you have been working with Roman um, in terms with this new exciting developments. Um, as far as the, what we're going to be covering today, um, is there's been um, an exciting, um, essentially, Roman has downloaded a new healing frequency. Uh, and I'll let him kind of explain how that works. And they've they've been able to burn that with the 9010 cube into a power capsule. And um, theoretically, the idea is that this is a whole new type of um, frequency to allow humans to rapidly heal. So um, hopefully I kind of summarize that in the best way. But Philip, how about I throw it over to you and um, you can kind of give us a little 411 on where you're at with this. Sounds good. And did you want me to give a quick overview about 9010 tech uh, also yeah. that something that everybody knows already uh you know maybe the quick uh cliff notes on it just for the new people that are listening that haven't heard about it yet sure okay yeah so it's a quantum technology and frequency medicine so um the founder of 9010 oliver shaka um invented 
the possibility to create a, a concentrated quantum energy field. And with that, um, copy and transport any frequency you would like to into any object you want to. Um, that means you could take a frequency of a Moringa a plant, for example, or of vitamin C or what have you, any frequency that exists can be copied with that technology into any other object. Now, also, you can, with that technology, uh, burn quantum energy into objects as well and, and on a lasting basis. Now, combining these two, you have the ability to actually if you have uh, this little capsule here, for example, which is one of the products that 9010 has invented, there's frequencies in this capsule that you see, and within it there are titanium spheres that are charged with quantum energy, and the quantum energy actually boosts out these frequencies that are in here so that they can, when you hold them, they basically um, um, get into the system, into the body, um, and uh, can promote healing or do other things depending on what the frequency is, right? And, and can do various things. And there are other products like the water bottle uh, works in a similar way. If you put water in it, actually, you can eliminate cesium-137 within uh, 30 minutes only, which typically would take hundreds of years and you can't even completely eliminate it. Um, and you also can then drink just amazing water. Lastly, you know, 9010 also makes the actual technology available with which they can create these products because the, the philosophy really is that this is something that is for humanity. It was invented by someone, but that someone doesn't want to keep it for himself. He wants to offer it. Uh, and get it out there, right, to, um, to the benefit of humanity. And that is also what 9010 stands for, and after that I'll be done. 90 means 90% 90 of the profit to the 9010 community and projects and charities um, that the 9010 community would like the funds to go in once the profits are there. And 10% of the profits will be kept for 9010 to keep developing. That's in a nutshell. Um, the, the the concept and i think what's so amazing with that is because this is a field that's just starting and frequency medicine is the future and and i'm humbled that um we started talking about you know the current virus situation and you know people are panicking and, and all that and what can be done and i think there's something um yeah that we can contribute here yeah, I would say so. And so um, let's go ahead and dive right into this. Um, I would love to get into what you guys were up to at your retreat a couple weekends ago and how this all came about with these new developments using 9010 and um, this downloaded primal human healing frequency that uh, Roman was able to download. Roman, did you want to give us a little insight into your background and what you do and um, how you use frequencies to help people heal? So when I'm talking or when I'm with people or on the phone or live, um, then I um, recognize first the energy and the frequency what every people has and you can see i can see them 
like um, is the disharmony or is the frequency good or is it uh, strong or heavy or big? And um, so I'm trying to get with the people in the frequency of the healer so that they can um, get in himself to heal the body on his own. So I'm trying every time to get them the, um, the way to find back to himself. Got so, it. Um, so every frequency we have is, um, you can see, and every frequency if the, the body has is um, amazing because it's um, authentic frequency of its own. And so with this, I'm working all everyone with every people. Interesting. So if I understand you correctly, what you're saying is these frequencies already exist. Um, they're part of our biology, part of our makeup. And what you're able to do is tap into those and help people recognize those that already exist so they can tap into their own healing power. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get them in the real healing code and healing frequencies so that they are um, self-domestic. Um, so they can be self-empowered. Uh, self-empowered to get on his healing on his own. And I'm giving all the frequency that healing is they can uh, copy and try to recognize which healing they are, which healings they need. And so to, to, to add to that, so it's really, and, and Roman has done, he does it in individual works and, and, and seminars uh, also if he, when he focuses on that, where he really helps people to get the signal of these frequencies, and if we want to boil it down to this one frequency now, which is the primal human um, uh, healing frequency, then he basically activates the inner healer in, in these people and uses that frequency uh, in this specific case. He uses many other uh, frequencies for all kinds of different things because people have lots of different problems, right? It's not always just about, you know, just a physical problem or healing or panic because of a virus or something. But in this specific case, that's what, what it would be. And that's how we started talking. We were like, okay, so what, what can we do to contribute here in this situation where people are just searching for stuff that uh, can help them. And also everybody's so different, right? Not for everybody, everything is, is right, right? And, uh, and everybody has a different status. But then he immediately said it's this primal human healing frequency, which is actually something that everybody benefits from. And maybe Roman should explain what this primal healing frequency is um, yeah, I was actually going to step back a little bit to get a little bit more, just to help myself and Bear and the community understand kind of Roman's background in terms of, you know, uh, I read a little bit of his bio, but it might help us all to see kind of, get a better understanding, Roman, of how you see these things. I mean, do you literally visualize them in front of you? Do you see them inside, like in your consciousness? What are these frequencies like for you? I mean, do you just look around and it's like the matrix? You just see frequencies everywhere? Um, it would be cool to kind of get a little bit of understanding of how this works for you. Um, because to me, I think frequencies, I've been talking, tweeting about this a lot and stuff with the 5G and with um, things we like with Sherry Edwards, who's going to be a guest another, that we're going to have back, who does amazing stuff with sound frequency and healing. Um, 
It's, and, and with the Royal Rife stuff we covered, I mean, it just seems like frequency, frequency, frequency is what we keep covering. And that's like the essence of life in the informational fields and with 9010 tech. So it'd be kind of help us to understand your idea of what these frequencies are, how you see them, and maybe just give us a little bit more insight in any way you can. Uh, and, and just so our audience knows, English is not Roman's natural language here. So while he's getting better, you may hear him speak um, in uh, a German uh, or Swiss, Swiss um, with Philip. So that's what they're doing. But um, once again, maybe just give us a little bit more understanding or background and how this works for you or how you visualize this. Okay. Um... So I'm from child and I'm seeing all frequencies. You can imagine if you are in a room, all the first time when I'm seeing, I'm seeing all in frequency, in energy, in uh, colors. So to see the normal life, like that you see at, um, at the tasse, I don't know, um, a, the um, cup. or to see something, I must focus on it. The normal thing, I don't see so like you. I'm, I must focus for normal things. The energy thing, uh, frequencies and all the, the different kind of um, vibrations, I'm all seeing all day. So um, I'm completely around because for me, the Sonderheit, we have The specialty. The, the specialty would be for me to see the normal things. The energy things I see all the day. So <laughs> if I'm in a room, I'm seeing first all the people in energy, and they so how uh, the, what they had eat or what they are uh, thinking or what they are like moving, and uh, I don't see the the normal body like you see. Then I must focus on the ah, he looks like this. So before I'm seeing all the energy and like the room too, if there are many frequency of VLAN or, or is there um, electro or anything, it's energy. Or it's, uh, it's coming from the earth energy or from down or wherever. So that's my seeing. And so I, I can see all the people um, from ever. Um, if I'm seeing someone, I can uh, read them how the body is working. I can see the, the organs, how they are working and of what type of frequencies they are getting to change something. If I'm sending wow. them energy, then I they see, okay, the heart is getting slower or the stomach is getting um, in a, under color, the color is changing. So, and then he say, ah, now it's better. So you, I can see how the frequency really in the body change immediately and can see the blood, how it's changed if it's there's, um, um, sauerstoff drin or um, if there's uh, if, if there's um, if it's oxidized or let more oxidized less oxidized like he can see like all any of these changes in the blood instantly um, yeah and I worked I worked uh, many years with doctor in Germany where I was uh, getting over the uh, Germany and working in the um, by the doctors to help them to see faster what the people have but it was much work. So, I see. Uh, so, so and my, my base. Yeah, I'm, sh I'm sharing um, with uh, 
those watching your website, which is wonderful, just to give people a little bit more background. Um, and uh, so you, um, you've been doing this since a, a very young age too, correct? Yeah, I was, the first time I, when I began it was uh, <laughs> 11, and it was, uh, I was on a, a seminar with many people, over 300, and um, one of the uh, most popular people to this time, I was then, he asked me every day, one hour, uh, about my um, things, what I'm seeing in front over 300 people. And then there I begin to do this. Wow, very interesting. Um, so uh, maybe then we can kind of parlay that. Bear, any thoughts on this and your insights on how these frequencies work with what Roman's seeing in terms of our body? And, um, you know, he was mentioning how he can literally see colors and such with, with the organs and relating that to how they're properly functioning. Any, any ideas on that? Yeah, I have a lot of ideas. First off, thanks for being here, you guys, and I uh, really appreciate it. And so nice to meet you for the first time, Roman. Philip, thanks for returning. Uh, you created quite a stir the last time you were here. So, uh, you know, we're all really enthused about this. Um, you know, I think I'll reserve my comments, so because it's going to take just a little bit of explaining when we get to the testing that I did. And, and when you hear about the testing procedure, it will also um, really repeat everything that Roman's saying from uh, in physics terminology. And I'll, of course, try to keep it as um, easy to understand as possible. But everything that Roman is sharing uh, to me is absolutely right on. And, uh, and, and I think what I would have to add is that there is a body of physics that verifies everything he's saying and then also verifies how certain individuals uh, with, uh, let's just say, less impediments uh, have a higher bandwidth of perception and can do exactly what Roman is able to do. And Roman right now is one of those very rare individuals uh, on the planet that's a little bit ahead of the rest of us. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, yeah, so Philip, um, maybe you want to give us a little bit of a, um, background on what happened a couple weekends with this workshop or this retreat you guys were doing because you related it to me over Telegram and it's really a fascinating a little story of what you were able to see Roman do and then um, what you guys decided to do in, in terms of 9010. Yes, sure. Yeah, so we were together here because uh, we, we were giving a retreat together, uh, together with my wife actually. And then on one of the evenings, we certainly the whole coronavirus thing was already cooking like crazy. Um, and we sat together and we were just looking at the world and thinking about the people and how everybody, I mean, most people like feel unsafe and uncertain and don't know what's going on. And unfortunately, the fear um, doesn't help. It does the opposite, right? It weakens your immune system. It takes you out of balance. And... And then everybody's like, okay, what can I do? And then you hear about the bioacoustic solution, which is nice when you have the virus and then you can do something. It's still not for everybody. And it's certainly not something you can do to prevent anything. Um, and you also shouldn't just have this frequency around all the time. And 
And then we were talking and then Roman said, you know what? what would be helpful and supportive to everybody on a preventative basis, but also certainly when you're sick, it's the primal human healing frequency. And um, then I got goosebumps immediately, and I, I, typically, I don't get goosebumps a lot. It's typically just when something truly amazing is happening, where it's basically my system is signaling me, be, you know, be aware, be aware, you know, follow this. And... Um, then Roman uh, downloaded that, that frequency, uh, and since the 9010 technology is now around, I mean, Roman can help an individual, you know, you know basically offer this, this frequency as an energetic offer, if you will. That's how he would describe it, and then you can pick up on that, and then your system can take this on and remember and, and all of that, and that's how the inner healer activates and he can do that with 300 people in a room too, right? In his seminars in, in Europe, hundreds of people would go and he could do that with them there. But that doesn't help more people, right? And he would have to do it with, with these people. So the 9010 technology is so absolutely amazing because now you can put that frequency with the 9010 tech into an object like this power capsule and then Roman doesn't need to do anything more other than that the frequency is already there and then someone can hold this capsule and the same would happen then if, if he did it in that moment with these people because the frequency is in here. And then we immediately tested uh, the frequency with um, multiple people and um, it was amazing what we were seeing on an energetic um, perspective within 60 seconds, you know, it was in the the signal was in the bloodstream it it helped the 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 stress to release with people I mean, lots of different things happened we had our, already a feedback of someone who has um late stage cancer is taking lots of medication is feeling terrible doesn't have any appetite um digestive problems with pain all over and uh, he was one of the first to actually uh, get this capsule with this new frequency composition actually i must explain that also in a second um and within two days all of his digestive problems were gone um and and then roman certainly in, in his way he I, I could sense what was happening on an energetic level with these people how they were feeling and they sometimes could really sense a lot but roman could i mean he could literally like follow the frequency and say now it's in the bloodstream and and all of that and yeah, then we, we, we talked about this with um, the 9010 founder um, and, and said, hey, you know, we, the, there's this, this frequency and we can, we can do something about it. And, and yeah, and then we move forward basically because the, the time is now that the problem with the virus is now people are concerned and now there's something we can get out there. Um, and I think Roman should really be the one to describe what this primal human healing frequency is. I just want to say something before I forget this, that we then, after that was done, we actually tested it on its own um, and it worked super well. And then we said, okay, well, let's, let's actually try to uh, test it with some of the other 9010 frequencies that they have been using uh, together and see how it works in the mix. And, you know, to cut a long story short, we ended up with, uh, three frequencies together that that work the best um, and and really were, were the optimal way to, to transport it. That was this primal human healing frequency together with the 84, which is the 
uh, frequencies of the 84 um, vital minerals and, and vitamins, as well as the frequencies of the 10 uh, most famous healing waters or spring waters uh, on earth like Lourdes in France. And yeah, so uh, please ask any questions or, you know, definitely I think Roman should be the one to explain that specific frequency. Yeah, that would be great. Roman, do you want to kind of give us, you know, it's really interesting too. It's like we talk about how with these, uh, with the greater polarities that are erupting right now where we have something like COVID that's taking over the, over the world, uh, the way the universe works is on the opposite flip side. We have the other polarity, right? The, and it's interesting now that you, you happen to download this, this prime, what we're calling this primal healing frequency. It seems like universe always has an answer to even it out and to provide us solutions, whether that's our own consciousness doing that or whether there's some other kind of grander entity or consciousness doing that, whatever it is, it'd be interesting to get your take on what happened, what transpired on this weekend and how you were able to ascertain this new frequency. The primary frequency of health is um, the frequency that is at the beginning if we are constructing our body or getting the body from the first cells, this uh, frequency is every time there that nothing goes wrong. So this, this frequency is all over the time getting with the body growing every time stronger and getting all um, getting uh, in a normal and harmony way. Um, and then we learn on his, every human learn on his own to use his own frequency and don't um, get so much uh, intention of the ground of this healing code or healing frequency. And then um, the body use it all, um, all of us is life every time, but not every time because he has so many frequency in his body. And um, this frequency remind us if we are um, getting it on us or, 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 or send or how is it, feeling it or getting it to us, then the body remember, ah, wow, there's my ground healing uh, frequency and starting his own healer in himself. So the healer that we are in ourselves is getting all the frequency up and every cell is getting, oh wow, I'm now in healing, in my healing frequency, so I can heal myself and every cell is getting healed and change the frequency so that they can communicate it on this base of this frequency. The old cells will get in the communicating in the body and not only in the physical cells, but in the um, how do you say, um, energetic uh, cells too, so that the whole body in between the physical and the energetic way, all are getting with this healing frequency and it's are communicating. And then the body is immediately in his, his um, phase of healing. And that's amazing because then you, you are getting all a new um, bewusstsein, as high as um, consciousness, you, uh, new uh, consciousness, and to remind that you are a healer in yourself, and this consciousness is then um, getting so fast to um, replace 
all things that are not good for your body and um, you are getting really in a deep um, healing in yourself. Interesting. Um, yeah, and we talk about this a lot here in, in that there's this, you know, seems to be like humanity's told that everything from the outside is what we need to be aware of in terms of how we fix ourselves. We're supposed to take medication that the doctor gives us and that all the bad guys come to get us and we're always at war with, with things outside. But really what you're saying, you know, just connects exactly what we talk about all the time is that it's inside. It's all within us. Everything is within us. And um, you seem to be able to uncover this magical or this, this frequency that um, really is going to allow us to reach our full potential as, the, as uh, universal consciousness, as the ability to really uh, be the master of our own inner terrain. Um, does this make sense uh, to you, Bear? Um, I know it's a little hard to hear uh, you, Roman, so... Also, Philip, maybe you could also help and just reiterate what he was saying because some people are saying it's a little hard to hear. Um, so we apologize for that. But um, it's really important, I think, we get this concept across of what this primal healing frequency is. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, defer to Philip. Again, when I get to explain in the testing process, it's going to go over all these ideas. Okay, yeah, so in, in, in a nutshell, what, what he's saying, when the body is constructed in that moment, that primal human healing frequency is there. It's kind of like the, the base frequency um, that uh, makes sure that the body is constructed right and, and all of that. And then we have it within us. But then over time, as we live our lives and we grow up, and then certainly there are lots of external factors right that distract us that bombard us that you know make life a little bit difficult uh, uh on, on on certain levels make us forget that we have that basically and and then at some point you know a lot of the people actually end up in the state where they just they have no clue that they, they can heal themselves right i mean whether consciously nor subconsciously really it's just all just I need a pill here, I need a pill there. Um, and so this frequency, when, when this is available again as a signal, uh, whether Roman does that with an individual or you have it you know, with, with this carrier mechanism here through 9010, it re reminds the body that it is there and it activates that frequency again. So it's like activating the inner healer. And it's, it works for the body as well as the spirit. Um, so your healing powers are activated. You're, you remember again that you can heal yourself, that you have all frequencies available actually to do that. And, um, it powers the immune system up. So all these things. And then he also mentioned that, you know, you, you start more and more eliminating things that are actually not helpful and healing to your body. Yeah. Um, we're going to have a great talk next week on the nature of viruses and germ theory and really get to the nuts and bolts of really how uh, microbiology fits in with our own uh, psyche and how this, how this really functions. So this is a great you know, precursor to that, uh, really powerful because it's going to show really we are the empowered 
factors in our own health. It's us. It's up to us. And with all the toxins and, and things outside of us that are bombarding, especially today in this very materialistic, um, very unnatural world we live in, this is more important than anything. You know, COVID with its dire kind of um, effects on society right now is just just a scratching. I mean, it's just the, the top layer of all the stuff we're dealing with every day from what we talked about in the 9010 podcast with the radiation that's just been covering the planet since from all the nuclear tests and every the, the you know, Fukushima and all these plants that have um, had these leaks to um, stuff they spray to uh, what's in our food. I mean, we are being bombarded with toxins uh, continually every day. And, um, you know, if we weren't, if we were literally living on paradise earth, we would live forever. I truly believe that. We have the ability to, to not die, um, but um, our lifespan is as it is now because of the accumulation of all of these, um, all the stuff we're bombarded with since the day we're born. And that's not just physical either. That is psychological, psych dealing with our psyche and with also our belief systems into relation to how long we're supposed to live. We're taught, you know, the average lifespan is what, 65 or 70 years, and that's actually decreasing now for the first time. So this is all extremely important for people to, to understand, and New German Medicine has done an amazing job at showing this in a much more kind of hard science perspective. But what's, what's really cool about what Alpha Vedic's all about and why our relationship with 9010 is exciting is because of what Dr. Lando can do and what he has with all of his clinical experience and how he kind of takes all these ideas to the next level in terms of helping people heal. Uh, and so what we were able to do is uh, Philip sent uh, Bear one of these. Now, is this a 7G capsule or a 5? Which uh, type of capsule is this, Philip, that has this new frequency on it, by the way? Uh, it's the standard capsule. Okay. Um, and that's, I'm pretty sure that's what I sent you as well. Um, uh, you can just look at the spheres real quick. Uh, if, if, if the spheres are golden, then I send you a 7G. But, um, but in general, the, it will be the standard um, uh, capsule because the 7G can be too strong for, 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 for some in, in, in the beginning from the quantum energy. It looks silver, huh? Does it? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's a, that's a regular, um, which, um, has a certain amount of quantum energy power, which you can actually also reduce by removing a sphere or two and then put it back in. But, uh, that, uh, seems to work the best for most people. And then other people that want even more quantum energy, you know, they, at some point, once they get used to it, they can basically upgrade to, uh, to more spheres, but to get the frequency um, into the system, uh, there's no 7G or so needed. It's absolutely this. This works perfectly. Yeah, yeah. And for those that are new to 9010, like I said, we have another podcast that goes deeper into it. I did an unboxing uh, when I first got the power capsule, uh, which is the five, and it was really powerful for me. It took me a while to kind of get used to it. Everybody has a different effect. A number of people in our community now have the power capsules and the cards and the water bottles or the water containers. And um, we're all getting profound effects from it. Um, it's really cool to see that our community embrace it and overall extremely positive benefits. Uh, for me personally, I've shared this many times in our Telegram group. 
for those interested in joining in our community and learning more about 9010 and Carbon 60 and all the products that we we make on our farm. You can join our telegram group at t.me forward slash alpha Vedic. Um, we're getting great testimonials in from other folks in our community that um, are using this and overall extremely positive for me. It seems like my family life, it just seems to be kind of elevated to a, a happier place. Not that we were, weren't happy before, but it just seems like there's more calm. And it's kind of funny, I received this a couple weeks before the whole COVID uh, explosion and it couldn't be better timing. There's no fear. Um, there just seems to be a, a great amount of more love in the in the air, within the, if that makes any sense, uh, in the family dynamic. Um, I only have one so far. I didn't get a family pack, so we kind of pass this around when people feel like they need it and they'll wear it. My kids even put it on my dog, our dog, our cat, um, and uh, my chickens. It's funny, they kind of looked, it, it was interesting. I put it towards my chickens and they all just stopped. I have six chickens. They all stopped at the same time and just looked at it and we're very much could sense probably the energy. I don't know. It was really trippy. So we're still, I'm still always playing around with it. Eventually I do want to get a cube. Uh, we explained in the previous podcast what the cube does. The cube is actually the original um, uh, invention by the founder that actually has a torus field. Um, so theoretically the torus field of the quantum energy is within that. And then that can charge uh, anything within it and also burn frequencies from any kind of matter uh, into uh, other matter. Um, out there stuff, really out there. I know it stretches the imagination and concepts of what reality is, but, um, you know, interacting with it has made me a believer. And one thing I noticed is it's really, and something we've talked about a lot, Bear and I talk about all the time, is the need for new analog technologies that interface with consciousness because, you know, if you read the more mystical books and stuff, that's what they all talk about back in the day, whether that be Lumeria or Atlantis or whatever, these ancient civilizations, they had this analog technology that interfaced with consciousness. And it's interesting with my, with this power capsule, I feel like I can feel it more when I put my intention into it and people make call that placebo or whatever, but I really do. And um, it's really interesting how you can feel the effects of it when you engage with it. So um, that being said, Bear Lando, uh, Dr. Lando, um, you were sent this updated frequency capsule and maybe give us a little insight into how you're able to test it and what were your findings? And you're muted right now, just so you know. Uh, Bear, you're muted. What's wrong? Aren't you guys lip readers out there? <laughs> um, yeah, on iTunes, that can be a little challenge, but... Um, Roman yeah. probably understood everything <laughs> you said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry about that. Um, I'm also... Uh, my uh, internet's going in and out there, the signal, because I'm on a... I live remote, so I'm on a satellite, so uh, I don't know, lately it's been really buggy, so I hope you can hear me okay. Uh, it's going to be uh, a bit of a challenge to go through this because the technology and the process that I use is a little involved. So I'm ne it's necessary to get just a few concepts uh, across so, so that you can have a basic understanding of how we go about this. And um, uh, first off, I want to let everyone know that um, 
Philip sent me this and said, hey, will you test it and tell us on the air what your findings were? So uh, I thought, well, that's interesting. He's really sticking his neck out here because, uh, you know, what if, uh, if my findings aren't that positive or something? So he must really believe in this. But I, I already had a belief system in it because I had one of the earlier capsules and I could, you know, definitely feel, uh, you know, effects from it. So I was eager to do it. Okay, here we, here we go. Um, the technology I use is um, um, a dual impedance antenna that um, you have to understand. Well, let me just show you what it, I'll just kind of briefly show you. A dual impedance antenna um, that has the ability, here's two antennas. And now this is not plugged in with any electronics or um, computer interface, and that's important because if it was, then it would interfere with its, with its ability to tune into universal frequencies with a dirty energy overlay. So that's the problem with a lot of our technologies now. They not only uh, you know, don't allow you to interface with nature in its uh, authentic form, but they also overlay toxic things on top of it. So uh, this dual impedance antenna, um, to understand it, you know, a strand of DNA is also, you know, to a dual impedance process. And based on, you know, the codons in between, like the ladders of the rung, if you've ever seen pictures of DNA, uh, that will allow that um, strand of DNA to tune into certain bandwidth, certain frequencies. That's what, uh, you know, makes us who we are as far as our ability to perceive, uh, you know, first of all, the way collective humanity perceives as compared to other animal forms, and also our little idiosyncrasies, one from the other, where we see things a little bit differently and create our world a little bit differently. So this is the original, um, based on the original technology. Now, this was uh, developed by an Austrian physicist by the name of Ernst Lecker. And Ernst Lecker, was an engineer as well, <clears throat> and it was originally developed to um, uh, help work within the field of engineering. So they would use this, and they still do, by the way, to uh, read the uh, uh, energy lines in the place where uh, a building site uh, and to understand how to construct things that would um, <clears throat> withstand... Um, you know, heavy loads, bridges, and, and uh, you know, large buildings and such. So these are real scientific, uh, you know, engineers and people that were behind this. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, after that, uh, it was adapted by, to medicine by a um, uh, French physician and scientist. And he was uh, given the, uh, uh, he, he adapted it to medicine, and he was given the highest award in France uh, for his work, highest award, you know, in, uh, for scientific achievement. So there's, a, 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 you know, a, compared to all the doctors in the world, the kind of a minority of us, but still a growing number of us that are tapped into this community and use this for medicine. Now, to really understand this, uh, Walter Russell, another uh, great mind of our times, uh, really laid out uh, a schematic of how we're not only an electrical universe, but how um, 
our role in the universe uh, with our thoughts, uh, our individual consciousness contribute to uh, what we think of as our physical reality, which isn't physical at all. So uh, nature, for instance, um, uh, there's a universal pattern. I, I like to use the word universal because then I don't step on any religious or or, you know, different kind of belief systems, but let's just all agree that there seems to be an intelligence in the universe. And uh, so this universal intelligence uh, created a canvas for us all to create on. And so we can also call that nature. So when you go in nature and things seem to make you feel pretty good, and if it's untampered with, things seem to work pretty well, um, well, that's because things are following these universal principles. Now, as this universal consciousness created this canvas, uh, this reality, uh, basically through electrical waveforms, those electrical waveforms, you know, an engineer would, you know, if you see them in a textbook, look uh, like a little up and down. But when you think of them three-dimensionally, uh, they're in fact spherical spirals and they go in different directions. And each one of these uh, segments of a spiral, which you would look at it in a textbook as one single up and down of a waveform, that represents a sphere. Now that sphere has 18 dimensions. And Walter Russell goes to great length as far as explaining uh, what those dimensions mean. Now coincidentally, Ernst Lecter when he created the, uh, this dual impedance antenna. And by the way, uh, people like Tesla uh, created other antenna devices that were capable of pulling these energies straight out of the uh, uh, atmosphere to create energy that we should all be on now without any dirty energy or any need to pay for it. But there's 18 incremental uh, sections on this, but then within each... Um, of the 18 segments, there's a lot of other increments. Now, within engineering and medicine, we know that when you set the antenna to any one of these numerical values, it's going to literally broadcast um, that particular frequency for that dimension. Now, to help you understand, if, um, for instance, if I have two C-sharp tuning forks, and I put one on the other side of the room and I'm holding the other and I activate it, that one on the other side of the room, because it's calibrated in the same frequency range of C-sharp, it's going to resonate even though nobody activated it. So the dual impedance antenna, because we know what each one of these medically increments medically means to our physiology, our psyche, uh, our you know, other levels of our being, uh, when we set it there, it's literally broadcasting a frequency that's going to bounce back from a body that we're testing. And then that's going to tell us if of his, uh, their, um, excuse me, being is, um, you know, functional or, uh, or, or not. And if it's not functional, what it means is that the, uh, um, that part of their reality uh, has asymmetries rather than nice, perfect spheres the way nature creates. So with this, uh, we have uh, a number of options. It's possible uh, sometimes to 
uh, uh, set it and broadcast frequencies and then retest. And then sometimes that actually creates, brings symmetry back to that part of them. Now, depending, and this will be important in the testing when I get to that, um, uh, when there's deeply seated um, that have gone uh, densified or crystallized all the way into the physical structure in certain ways, then sometimes, you know, like myself, uh, what I'll do is uh, uh, hey, take Barry, that frequency. Barry, broke up real quick. Deeply seated what? Sorry, we lost you there for a second on an important word. Okay. Am, am I back here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just we didn't hear that one word you said. So when these asymmetries um, become more deeply uh, crystallized, in other words, into more of our, the dense part of our physical structure, you know, into our musculoskeletal system, our organ systems, uh, different parts of our psyche, but just simply broadcasting a frequency won't do it. But then in that case, what I do is I use the frequency, and I won't go into the whole technology, but that allows me to open up um, a whole file within the body and mode off of that. And usually it takes me about 10 or 20 resets to bring symmetry back. And those resets, uh, and it's important that you do this sequentially, just like somebody doing a building, you can't you know, build one part you know, before the other, it has to make sense. So it might involve uh, acupuncture, osteopathy, uh, homeopathies, bejeric, uh, you know, remedies, uh, isopathics, where you're actually looking at the biotrain and putting certain microbial seeds in there to, you know, to balance out that level. It might re, uh, require emotional clearing. But after you do those number of resets and you retest, and then usually things are reset, but not just reset, but stay that way. It's not just a quick fix. So uh, when I got to the testing part, I not only use this for the initial scan, but then I also, uh, second part, uh, interfaced it with this other technology that's based on clinical kinesiology. Now, I was in the uh, clinical kinesiology involves some muscle testing. Now, clinical kinesiology was a very sophisticated neurological-based muscle testing, and I was in the original circles that developed kinesiology. And I don't have any problem with a lot of muscle testing that is very popular out there, but it's my job as a physician to keep a neurological model because when people come to me, they aren't uh, trusting my psychic abilities, but they are trusting that I'm a physician and I'm going to take extra measures to be real grounded and have something to you know, validate that things are actually working. All right. So uh, when we're muscle testing, we have uh, many refinements that allow us to differentiate between, um, you know, by the technique to make sure that you're isolating either muscle meridians or spe specific uh, neurological muscle networks or else um, um, uh, be able to distinguish between gamma-1 and gamma-2 fibers, which means are you eliciting information from the upper motor neurons or from the spinal uh, motor, uh, you know, uh, segments coming out of the spinal nerves. And if you don't do that, then you can get very spurious results and inconsistencies. So it's important that you do that. So I just wanted to put that out 
So you know when we get to the muscle testing, it's a very neurological-based uh, way of getting biofeedback in order to um, you know, back up what we're getting here. When we're treating bodies, I also do a very thorough physical exam that's integrative with Chinese medicine, um, you know, con conventional Western medicine, physical exam, neurological exam, uh, osteopathic, and so forth. And then also we do labs because we really like to triangulate from a lot of different directions. And that way you get a much clearer picture. So I just want to lay all that out so that you know that we're kind of sticklers for the way we measure things. And in this uh, uh, situation, I was able to uh, have two test subjects and use the uh, clinical kinesiology approach secondary to the Lecker antenna, which gets a very accurate measurement of the waveforms uh, that create every bit of form that we think is form, but is actually, uh, you know, consciousness. And I appreciate Roman that uh, you know the way you see things because we all think that because we see something with our eyes or we hear something that oh I can validate that that's real. Well, the the thing that creates everything again are waveforms that are projections of our own consciousness. And our own consciousness, of course, we have our own individual canvas that we get to inter or impose on, you know, the larger universal canvas, you know, so that we get to learn how things really work and how to, you know, more refine our thinking and, and get out of the toxic emotion, you know, uh, you know, um, uh, level. And uh, so anyway, uh, when you think of the senses, they are a projection, another projection or a fabrication within the simulation to begin with. So in other words, you can't believe your lying eyes because you're going to see, uh, you know, your own projections basically. And so the only way to really, um, you know, get authentic feedback is to do what Roman's doing or for someone like myself that doesn't have that capacity, then I have to rely on technology. And, uh, you know, so that's what we're doing. So I had two test subjects. And one is an acupuncture student. And the other is a, a very experienced osteopathic practitioner. And uh, so they graciously donated themselves. Now, um, I could only do so much testing because in order to test in the more involved areas, it requires that you make changes first. Then you go to the next level and it's sequential that way. But what I was able to do, we get some very substantial feedback, all right? And uh, we went through a lot of frequencies that mean a lot of different things. All I'm going to mention with a very brief explanation is the frequencies that tested positive. In other words, uh, the areas that these two individuals might need some assistance with. Because if I went through the whole process, it would take way too long and I've probably taken too long already. All right, so here's, uh, let's go ahead and start with this one. So the first uh, frequency that tested positive was, uh, you know, on the antenna, I'm going to set this to 12. And that uh, is going to tell me if this individual 
is receiving energy from above. In Chinese medicine, we have a saying that, you know, your feet have to be in the ground and your head in the clouds because you need to have that to be a perfect balance between heaven and earth. And then that balance is what creates, uh, you know, harmony and good things and positive things and, and good health. So uh, 12 is that uh, frequency. So this era, uh, person had a block in that area. Another thing I might mention, uh, the next individual uh, was open there, but had a block in, um, in a frequency of eight, which had to do with his ability to receive energies from the earth. And he was blocked there. Um, so those two create um, a pole. And waveform mechanics, we call that, I, I'm, I don't know anything else, I'm holding up a tongue depressor here. Um, so um, this, think of this as a north and a south pole. Now, remember, we told you that every segment of a waveform was a sphere. Imagine you have a basketball and you have inside of it, instead of air, you have something inside of it, a structure that's making it round. And so to hold it up this way, you have this a north and south pole that keeps it propped up this way. Now to create a spherical shape, you also need an east-west. So that's a different pole. And now within our technology, we also have to test another east-west pole that's going in this direction. And that creates what we think of as three-dimensionality, which allows the waveform to project what we think of as form that we perceive as material in the 3D. So we're talking right now about the north-south pole. I wasn't able to get into east-west poles because that's a more advanced level that would require more things. And I'd like to do more of that in the future with this, uh, but it would take a, a, a period of time, not just in a single day, to create changes and then go back and test this. Now the east-west pole, you know, the horizontal plane, uh, that's gonna tell us if we have a shift uh, of asymmetry in one direction or the other, or front and back. And medically, we know exactly what that means. It tells us if there's hormonal imbalances, if there's uh, you know emotional imbalances, if there's organic problems, if there's structural problems. So we can get pretty specific as far as what that's telling us. I also have another uh, medical uh, laboratory assay that I do that allows us to see chemicals in terms of electricity, and it tells us of these same forces and gives us the exact information of this. So this stuff is real, and there's ways to back it up many different ways. Okay, so this person had an uh, imbalance in the 12 receiving the cosmic energies. Um, and now the next thing is every healthy cell has an energy field that can be measured at 2.5. And, um, and so that's, uh, you know, if you have a good 2.5 reading, uh, you know, then you know you have a pretty resilient individual. So what I do though is I take the 2.5 and I test the regulating centers, which some people would call chakras, but these are, you know, neurological processing centers. So you have, you know, the seven centers. Now this person uh, had a block in the throat and also the solar plexus, all right? And... Um, 
Then we went to uh, frequency 2.1 that we recognize allows us to get into the lymphatic system. Lymphatics is much more than just a system of plumbing. It has a special connection uh, energetically. I'll just leave it at there. So it's working on some very profound levels as well as providing plumbing for the body. There's six different test points, three on each side. Uh, this person was fine. All of them open on the right side. The left side, all three were blocked. Uh, and then, um, remember, we talked about uh, the, the north and south, the, the eight from the ground and the 12 from above. Now, if we do a 15.3 right at the equator of a person's, uh, you know, waveforms, because there's like these two waves that are interchanging, what Mike talked about is a torus, which is a, com a common term in free energy circles. It's actually in waveform mechanics, it's uh, dual opposing waveforms that uh, meet in the equator and then one becomes the other and it just becomes this electrical hydraulic pump where one negates the other every single moment to create the next frame of our experience. And it really is a movie, literally, if you understand how that works. Okay, so uh, the 15.3 allows us to understand is a person processing um, you know the two energies and one is the ability to take informational fields into centripetal spirals and compact them into what we would think of as dense material form and then simultaneously disperse those reforce, uh, resources to where they're needed so the 15.3 tells us how the person's managing the resources and also compacting them in, you know, for their own experience and their own, creating their own reality. So that was blocked in this person. There's an imbalance there. Uh, and, and I'll uh, say one more and then I'll open it up because I know this gets kind of out there and confusing, but it's the only way. I, I can think of to just tell us what we in fact did, okay? So 5.7 is uh, the next one uh, that came up positive, and that's the part of the cycle that tells us how this person is taking informational fields that come from, you know, the, you know, universal, and then uh, compacting them, stratifying them until they come down into the vibrations that we then experience as our reality, and uh, how is that person able to do that? So they had a problem there. Okay, so now um, doing uh, this analysis again and having the person wear this on their body, uh, and I had them do it right over their uh, heart area here. So that's quick a very important area. Baird, uh, quick yeah, question. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Um, how, long, how long had the person... Um, held it before you then tested it again? Was that instantly or did you give it like 10, 15 minutes or? Um... I gave it maybe about uh, maybe, oh, say five plus minutes. Um, yeah. And now when we're finished the re with the results, my immediate question is, okay, what happens when a person wears this longer versus just having it on their body for a few minutes? So all those things are obvious questions that a clinician is going to think of. And, um, okay, so I'll just give you the results of the person having it just for a few minutes. So remember the, um, the 12, which has to do with the block here, it uh, had a positive effect and opened that up. 
so that the person was able to receive from that level of energy better. Wow. That, so you could say that happened like instantly. Wow. Right. And, and Bear, real quick again, what's the 12 um, relate to just uh, like my life again? What does that again do? Well, 12, um, remember the North and South Pole, uh, mm-hmm. one end of the pole uh, that represents the 12, which is your ability to receive cosmic energy. Okay. The eight is receiving Earth energy. Mm-hmm. And there's other physicists uh, that I won't talk about now that have done other experiments that show how humans have the unique ability to take in both of those energies and to transmute them and themselves in order to reach different levels of consciousness, we'll say. Hmm. Of course, we aren't given an owner's manual when we come into this, and most of us don't know how to do it, so we tend to do a lot of uh, go-arounds on the wheel, so to speak, until we get it. But uh, I think we're at a point uh, planetarily, and I think this whole COVID thing is one of the wake-ups that's giving people a pause for reset so that we start understanding that uh, maybe what we've been doing isn't working. And a lot of what I'm, I'm not at all anxious about what's going on these days because what I see out there more than anything is more and more people with light bulbs coming on. So this is the big wake-up call, and it's a wonderful time. So don't buy into all the other stuff. Okay, enough on that. Uh, so the 12 opened up instantly. Um, the crown, uh, did I, I, did I mention the sixth center, the pineal center was blocked in this individual. I might've skipped that. I forget. And the throat center, I said the throat and the solar plexus, the crown, uh, uh, the crown, not, not the pineal, the crown, actually the seventh seal, uh, that one was blocked. Okay. So that opened up. So, wow, um, that's, that's huge. That kind of. Now that coincides, and I would kind of expect that because, you know, the, the, the number 12 frequency that opened that up, that kind of coincides with what the crown chakra does in the first place. Okay, now the throat and the solar plexus uh, didn't open up. Now, uh, Philip, my first question is, well, I wonder what would happen if I had this person wear it all day and then come back tomorrow. So I'd like to see that. In fact, I probably have these guys do that. The other thing is that that doesn't mean it doesn't work either because one thing you have to understand, and uh, Roman, please tell me your thoughts if you have different thoughts. This is just my opinion based on working on a lot of bodies for a lot of years. Um, You can do a lot of good things, but you can only take a person to where they're ready to go. Um, In other words, you know, you can't fix somebody from the outside. And as Roman, uh, I agree wholeheartedly, he talks about the innate healing ability. And what I think I hear Roman saying is that he's helping people get in touch with that. So you can't, no matter what, I don't think you can just take anybody and fix everything. But like in this individual, okay, they might have needed to wear this longer, or maybe they need to do other things on different levels in order to go to that level they're being, you know, I don't know. So um, with more clinical work, I could, also, the way I figured, I could give you more information. 
Also, real quick, what I was saying about earlier with this is how you got to do a little bit of work with it. Like that's what I've noticed is that you actually, by putting your intentions in and doing things with it, it can, you feel it kind of give you a feedback. So maybe that's another aspect to it, whether that be meditating or, or whatever, but maybe <clears throat> there, there requires a little bit of work. Nothing, I don't, I don't personally believe there's anything in the universe that just is the fix all that you just get. And you can, you have to put the, the work in to change your life and that's as above so below kind of concept right so maybe there there needs to be some intention and all that that is put into it that will then allow you to release i don't know the important thing is yeah that humans that want to change a life then they can work with it very easily or they are sure that uh, they know about that they are not only humans that living in a normal way, that they are more than humans, that they are really um, energy and, and so many things of different kinds of frequencies. And then they, if they are um, understanding that they are very great what they are, then they can get and work with it easily because then the frequency is getting in and said, and the body is getting like, wow, there is a frequency that I can remember my healing code. So my healing frequency are getting up and then it's getting to work. And that's um, very amazing because many people don't want to heal. Many people love not to be healed. And then they, if they're taking it, they say, whoa, um, <laughs> now I must to get in the healing. And then they say, okay, then I don't want. And it's really nice because many people is, are trained to not heal because we learned to not be healing because it's not good to be every time complete healed. Yes. What you're saying is that people, have been, put. people have been conditioned in a certain way to think and belief systems are everything. So people don't want to believe this because that's how they've been conditioned. So then they won't, they won't heal. But if they can understand that we're energy, we're consciousness, that we're empowered, then um, the whole world will open up to you. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, as a physician, um, you know, even people that seek an integrative specialist, uh, as I was, uh, they still harbor uh, an expectation that they're going to be given something that's going to fix them or uh, get a modality or treatment that's going to fix them. And sometimes there's disappointment when you tell them, well, you know, it's, uh, I can facilitate the journey, but it might take some change on your part as well. Okay. So thank you, Roman. That was perfect. Uh, now the, um, next one I'll talk about is the, I think I talked about the 15.3, where that uh, is a frequency that tells us how the body is not only compressing data to create form, but then also dispersing uh, the, the resources in order to, uh, you know, service all the areas of our being that need them, and also allows uh, us to get rid of the surplus which if that's not happening then that's what we later call toxicity 
you know, that, that, that those kinds of accumulations. So this person had the block on that level and uh, this opened that up. It actually integrated that. I, I, that doesn't surprise me either because remember this person uh, was open and the earth energies closed here. Now you open this up, the crown chakra also opens up and now you have uh, an exchange of energy above and below you know, going back in this hydraulic interchange system. So uh, that doesn't have to happen. There could still be an imbalance at that level. Uh, however, it, it did, you know, as far as that test seemed to balance things out. Um, okay, so uh, let's just, uh, oh, and the 5.7, the ability to compress energy, that was just a separate measurement. Uh, that uh, was positive, and it now and those in waveform mechanics represents the centripetal part of the wave, not the centrifugal unwinding part, and so that balanced that out too. The other one that it didn't have an effect on were the lymphatics, the three uh, lymphatic test areas on the left side of the body. So again, if I'm treating that person the way I know how. That's not disturbing to me. I just open up files sequentially mode through whatever treatment points in order to take care of that. And uh, to go there, I'm going to have to, again, take care of the horizontal plane asymmetries, those shifts you know, that skew the, um, the uh, sphere in an oblation way. Uh, you know, uh, the north-south is uh, the prolation. And so, you know, then I'd do whatever, you know, I'd have to do to do that. Uh, would wearing this for a few more hours, a few more days fix that too? I want to know about that. Okay, so that was test subject number one. There's a lot more to it than that. Also, uh, when I did the retest, when they have the, the capsule on them, I set it up so I was using the antenna, and the antenna... Um, well, I won't show you, but it, it attaches to a cord. And then I had that interfacing with the acupuncture system so that we were getting, and then using the clinical kinesiology along with the antenna uh, by way of the meridian system because it's a very accurate way to get another level of depth. So I have those interfacing kind of cross-checking each other. So everything you, uh, you know, heard as far as the post-test were based on those checks and balances and those are the results. So what I would say as a clinician is, wow, this does some pretty cool stuff and the things that didn't change makes perfect sense uh, for all the reasons we discussed. And uh, it's time for, you know, me as a clinician to, you know, go to work, maybe do some other things uh, or maybe the, the patient themselves uh, go to work at the same time and take care of business on their end. Okay. Uh, so I'll go into number two, but any comments or questions so far? I'm sorry if that gets drawn out and kind of tedious, but um, it actually is a lot more technical than how I'm explaining. It's just, if you don't have the language, it's a different terminology. Yeah, so far from um, comments and stuff, it's just kind of mind blown, people just really enjoying it. Um, this is all very new information for most. So, um, you know, absolutely fascinating, keep going. Um, so yeah, everybody's uh, just enjoying um, this, uh, these, these findings that you've found.
Okay. Yeah, uh, and then this one will go. Go ahead. Sorry, Philip. No, I'm just saying like, I find it fascinating too because so far 9010, you know, products have been tested uh, a whole lot with uh, bioresonance machines with a dark field microscopy and all of that. But this system is, uh, is very interesting. And uh, um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of information, of course, to, to take in, but it's, uh, you know, I, I think it was indeed necessary so you can explain what you're actually doing and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's fascinating. Yeah. And please just chime in with questions and things again, because I know it's, it gets confusing, uh, you know, with new terminologies and I'm not even using the technical terminologies. I'm just trying to, you know, and it, it, it basically, it gets down to numbers and, uh, what we're, you know, if we're talking about the, this, this, uh, spherical spirals, you know, the, the actual energy forms coming from universal consciousness and then our own individual consciousness that allows us to play in our own little space. Um, uh, nature follows the code and that code has been discovered by many people. We call it the Fibonacci uh, sequence, the golden mean. And that code, when it's followed, creates, uh, you know, it's just the beauty of nature. When we learn how to harness our thoughts consciously and to, um, you know, get to this realization that uh, the universe is a benevolent place and there's nothing to be afraid of except our own creations, uh, you know, and, and when we, um, you know, become more informed on those levels, then our own thought forms will start conforming more to the universal code, that Fibonacci sequence. And then uh, we'll be creating those perfect spheres that, you know, uh, create the vibrations that register on our senses. And when that day comes, which I think we're right, we're just like that far from critical mass. You know, we look, we have a tendency to look at all the, the chaos in the world without realizing instead that more people are waking up and you need a fraction of humanity to wake up and then you hit a point of critical mass and it may only be a percentage of humanity a small percentage but it's enough to shift the entire thing so uh don't look at the chaos understand how it works and what, uh, you know, we're all trying to do, those of us that are, are truth seekers, is to really be part of the solution and not add to the chaos. So, you know, I keep uh, my ear to the ground just so I know when to get my money out of the bank in the nick of time. Uh, on the other hand, uh, you know, I don't dwell on it uh, because that's, it's, it's all fake. You know, if I look out my window at the surrounding forest and the, my farm up outside there, that's real, uh, you know, that's tangible. So I think what we're doing now is, you know, getting back to what's real. So uh, let's go to test subject number two. And this will be a lot quicker because we're kind of discussed the first one, put out enough concepts. Um, okay, where the heck? Okay, so this person, um, as I said, was, uh, uh, had a positive, uh, number eight, you know, which is receiving the earth frequencies and open on top, you know, the 12 frequency. So, uh, just kind of blocked receiving energies from the earth. 
you can't create on this realm unless your feet are in the ground, you know. And then our job, we're conduits between heaven and earth. We're supposed to bring the light in to create beauty on this plane. But you got to be here at the same time in order to do it. And so a uh, little bit of a challenge uh, doing that for this individual, at least on that energy center. And then the 15.3, which represents the ability to compress data and then also disperse in order to have, you know, everything get to where it needs and not have accumulated toxicity. Uh, that wasn't working either. Uh, we had the 7.8. The other person had a 5.7, which is their ability to compress data. This person was the opposite. It was, uh, you know, blocked in their ability to take that compressed data and then get rid of what they don't need and then also distribute efficiently uh, what they do need to the parts of their being that need that. Okay, so far? Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. We're all muted. So, um, real quick, real quick, real quick. On the, uh, no, 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 no. On the centrifugal versus centripetal or whatever. Do you find, you know, the, the, the idea of the 5.7 versus whatever, where you're taking in or releasing, do you find that that's different versus masculine versus feminine? Well, yeah, that's what the Asian medicine, we call it yin and yang. Yin is centripetal. Exactly. It's taking the energies and compacting it into form. You know, women, uh, you know, create form in the womb. And, uh, you know, men, on the other hand, take form and um, disperse it. If you have a female uh, polarity, the yin that's acting unilaterally, unilaterally, you're going to have a compression of data that's going to actually, in the physical body, you know, myself, my doctor thinking, it's going to create um, accumulations uh, and uh, sclerodermas and thickening of tissues and, you know, uh, because you don't have the other force keeping it in check. Uh, you know, and, and on the other hand, if the, the yang is uh, working unilaterally, uh, you know, you're going to be operating completely on the mental plane and nothing really behind it to create good form. It's like an architect without a contractor to build the house for you. So, um, you know, you need an equal balance of both of them. And, okay, where were we? So the so one, go ahead, Philip. A quick, a quick thing, because we, we didn't really talk about that beforehand, but I need to say that at 45, Roman and I need to kind of fade off the, the live stream because okay. we – there's a there's a webinar uh, that is that is scheduled um, that um, Roman is leading and uh, I'll attend that as well for for a little while. So may, maybe a couple minutes over or something. I just want to let you know time check wise. Okay. This will take two minutes. Um, we tested positive in uh, seven point eight. That's what I was uh, just describing as far as the ability to disperse uh, resources. I'll skip another one that brings into another whole discussion. And then the 2.5 that we tested, um, you know, on the chakras, they had the pineal in this one and also the throat center, uh, both closed. So here's your results. Um, every one of those that I mentioned all tested open and balanced with a few minutes of wearing this. There is only one that didn't respond and that's the one I didn't talk about just then. It's a frequency of 17.6, uh, 
And I'll leave that explanation for another time. So that one had even more shift uh, than the first one. So if I'm assessing this, I don't know anything about it. I'd say, mm, this is interesting. This is, you know, creating some positive changes and, and I'd want to know more about it. Okay, so I'll, I'll leave it at there and then I'd rather hear your feedback or just anything else you'd like to share with us today. Yeah, uh, Philip, why don't we get into, um, you know, what you're, what you're telling me in terms of what the plan is for this new, uh, you know, this new capsule frequency. I know you guys want to try to get this out there. I know we don't have much time left. So, um, you know, you're talking about trying to get this out into the health field um, with, you know, your day-to-day -day practitioner, nurses, doctors, etc. cetera. Um, you guys have some different plans to try to help get as many people, um, get this in the hands of as many people as possible. Yeah, so first of all, um, so 9010 is working day and night right now to actually get it all produced and, and done. So, and, and your listeners are really among the first to, to hear about it. And uh, there's already a, a pre-sale happening, I think, as of uh, April 6th, roughly, give or take. Uh, these, um, these new capsules will be ready to be shipped uh, to people that order them. They can order them already now. Um, and uh, I, you'll probably have the link uh, down below. It's 9010us.com uh, where you can find that. I don't know if we have any German, Austrian, or Swiss listeners here. We may not, but if there is one or two, or, or you know, on, on Roman's side, Roman will uh, offer that too. It's actually already available there as well for pre-sale. Um, and um, yes, there's actually here in the in the U.S. Uh, that is also and, and big thanks here to the 9010 founder. It's it's a lot right now. There's so much going on. Um, and, and, and they're really doing everything they can to, to make this available to the people. And um, so he um, had this great idea that we can support nurses and doctors uh, in the U.S. that are involved, you know, with the current uh, situation and are just working so hard. So everybody, we're still figuring out the, the fine-tuning of this and how exactly this will work, but um, the concept is, is if someone uh, orders a family pack of four power capsules, regular power capsules, or the so-called HEAL uh, power capsules, uh, and they know a nurse or doctor, uh, then they can get one of the HEAL capsules for free, and all they need to do is, I guess, they need to send us a, a name and a picture of that nurse or doctor, uh, and we'll just ship that out for free. Um, that was the idea, and um, again, people can start ordering now the whole concept and then also the shipping will start at some point april 6 disclaimer of course that we don't know currently how you know transportation and everything um will continue with all these lockdowns that's just something that we can't really impact uh, but if everything continues you know somewhat normal then that is the time timeline for that okay very good. I just dropped the link in the um, chat here. We'll have it in the show notes, of course, as well. We do have some German-speaking um, people on the chat here and would try to say their question, but don't really know how to even pronounce it. <laughs> um, one of them is uh, Flower27 is asking, just wants to make sure, was wondering if you have a link to this webinar. Is this a public webinar that you guys are jumping on? Is this a private webinar? 
um, that you just mentioned. I know people are obviously uh, interested to know more and hear more from uh, Roman especially. Yeah, that, this specific one is, is actually uh, one in German, and that's uh, um, um, Roman's webinar that can be booked. It's not a free webinar. Uh, it's, a, it's a paid webinar, and I think it's just a half hour. And then um, towards the end, Roman and I are going to uh, share some of the news we, we just shared uh, as well. Okay. Uh, I will I will go ahead and drop uh, Roman's website link to in the chat here so that anybody interested can um, access that. And if you speak German, uh, go, go to it. Uh, so I just dropped that in. And of course, that'll be in the show notes for anybody listening to the podcast. Uh, please go to his website. It's wonderful to get more information. Roman, um, any... Uh, I know you got to get going here soon. Sorry, maybe we need to have you come back and we'll make sure your audio is a little louder next time. Uh, we'll get that all dialed for everybody because we really want to hear more from you. Uh, what, uh, any parting words for our audience? The last word, the one's gone. You, you just broke up there for a second, Mike. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just saying, can you, can you guys hear me okay? I was just saying, um, Roman... Um, any parting words for our audience, any la you know, um, and cause I know you got to get going and we definitely want to have you back on, uh, and just have a whole podcast to hear about your life story and all the work you do. Um, but any parting words for our audience as you, I know you need to get going. Um, uh, I want ja, einfach nur nochmal, irgendwas noch jetzt den Leuten mit auf den Weg geben kannst. Vielleicht irgendwas jetzt für die Krise noch irgendwie, dass sie irgendwie ruhig bleiben. Irgendwas was als Final Word sozusagen. Okay, good. Um, so, important is that we remember all that we are humans are that can do anything. So, because we are really creator that can uh, have all frequency in us and really are big and great. And if you are remember your own that you are a creator and you are um, a human that be um, getting in a large system on your own, then you uh, can imagine that you are really getting in all bad, bad situation back in yourself and getting it in a good situation. And um, so um, remember every time that you are the person that decides what your live life is and you decide how to live and how you are using your own frequencies yes yes very important as uh, we've kind of hit that uh home run today is you are the empowered actor in your own movie as dr lando was saying the way the um the reality unfolds we are literally all the heroes in our own movie and um, that's why we love watching movies. And that's why, you know, it goes all the way back to Greek, um, you know, narrative styles of the hero's journey and why we connect with that, because that's literally how our consciousness works in this reality, is we are all on our own hero's journey. That's why when we dream, we are literally in a movie. And, um, so anyways, um, very, very powerful words, Roman. Once again, we want to get you back on. We'll get your audio a little louder next time and uh, dive deeper. So um, I know you guys got to get going. Uh, Philip and Roman, thanks so much for joining us today. Bear and I might just stay on for another 10 minutes and answer some questions that Bear can answer. Uh, we've got a couple in here in terms of his, his findings. 
Um, Philip, any um, parting words for the community? I think you kind of nailed it on the head in terms of what you're planning to do with uh, um, with selling this. So, um, yeah, uh, where can people find you? Maybe share information about the Telegram or anything like that as you guys leave. Yeah, I mean, that would certainly be awesome if you uh, maybe share the link uh, in the video description or something of the Telegram group. It's a 9010 user group, so it's really not run by 9010. It's really just people sharing, learning, and and it's just absolutely amazing and fascinating. So if you want to learn more about it, you know, you're welcome to join. And just in general, I think, you know, for, for this time right now, I would really agree with what Bear said and, and what, what Roman said. You know, just don't get sucked into all this stuff that's happening on the outside there it's really time to um you know maybe use the additional time you have to focus on within really explore find out what you find in there be present in your body and and don't get into fear and if you if you have, if you sense fear and i know this from the past you know um and, and you just feel you just can't get rid of it, just, just try to watch it. And then at some point, if you recognize it, it'll go away, but don't get sucked into fear at all. This is really the opposite, right? It's the, scissors, it's the scissor effect we have. Negative things are happening, or supposedly negative things, but the really positive things are happening at the same time. And we can choose what we focus on, we can choose and decide how we live our lives. And so just expand, feel yourself and, and be positive and just see what you can make out of each situation that arises. Wonderful. Pathoflove.net. That's path-of-love.net. I just put it on the link. I'll, we'll put that in the show notes as well. It's in the chat. That is your guys' website for the retreats and stuff you do related to all of that. So, um, hey, guys, thanks so much. I know you guys need to go. So thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Um, this is really exciting times, and uh, we look forward to uh, getting the word out and testing more and, and really enjoying this new technology and everything you guys are bringing to the world. Thanks for having us, and you guys have a great rest of the day. And yeah, you too. Enjoy the webinar. We'll talk to you guys later. All right, thank bye everybody. And thank you guys. It was very nice. Thank you. It was very great. Thank you. Thank you, Roman. We really appreciate you and everything that you do. You're a treasure. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Roman. So, um, wow, that was uh, interesting findings you have there, Bear. Um, uh, Kalmer had a quick question. Um, he was just wondering, i got to go find it in the chat here, um, how this relates to um, basically the chakras and, oh, let me, okay, he says, as it targets our natural healing capabilities, how is that represented in the chakras when you tested? Um, so you were kind of saying the chakras relate to these numbers on the, on the dual impedance, is that right? Yeah, and again, these are numbers that uh, were created at the at the um, institutes and you know Paris that integrated the use of this instrument for medical, uh, whereas you know prior it was used for um, engineering, and they were able to do that because they understood that the 
engineer, engineers had to work with the natural forces of nature also in order to build sound structures. And therefore, um, just like I use uh, certain labs that were originally developed for soil science, I use the same labs uh, for people's bodies in biotrain medicine because the same principles are consistent. So in a frequency level, um, these uh, doctors and scientists had adapted it to um, uh, the use of medicine, they were able to confirm the frequencies that related to different parts of the human anatomy and human subtle anatomy. Uh, you know, that old saying, as above, so below, if, if it exists in nature, then we're holograms of the natural order and everything within our body, universes within universes. So um, to answer more directly, um, the, the particular calibration of 2.5 when we direct it at these different centers. Now, I don't, you know, use the, the Eastern terminology chakras. I use that just because everybody, you know, more people are familiar with that. But for us, they're more endocrine regulatory centers, and they have very in, uh, in, uh, critical neurological components. So when we're dealing with those centers, we understand that there's different uh, dimensions in each one of those centers. And uh, we don't just do simple readings, and I was just trying to get through this quickly, but we also test the different dimensions of every single one of those centers, whether we're more on the less compressed data, which is what we would call the subtle body, or maybe you might even call it chakras, or if we're talking about you know, more the neurological interface or the actual dense glandular material itself, or more the functional ramifications of all that there's ways to differentiate with all that. So, um, yeah, when we're uh, testing each one of those centers, we either get a positive test, which means that's regulating fine or not. Now, the other thing I don't think I mentioned is uh, with these regulating centers, it's, you don't just say, oh, it's closed, I have to open it. I hear that all the time in healing work, different kinds of healing work where uh, people say, oh, this chakra is closed. Well, the fact is, is those things open and closed all day long, and sometimes they're appropriately closed. And uh, if you use techniques to force them open or create a change that's, uh, you know, uh, not conducive to what the body's actually trying to regulate in the first place, it's not a great idea. So we have a way of testing to also see is it a good idea to work on this or is it just fine and knows what it's doing? Uh, did I at all answer the question in any of that? Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, this is all mind opening for me, I tell you that. So I think we're learning a lot today and I think we, we can, this could definitely spout off into a number of alpha casts going deeper into this. I know we've talked about doing that um, and this will, this will kind of feed nicely into next week's topic where we'll go deeper into germ theory, what viruses actually are, essentially going to let you kind of take the reins on that. And I'm just going to ask questions that a lot of people have, I think, because it gets really confusing um, with all the indoctrination we've had from under, you know, the idea that vaccines are how they work to um, how people get sick and uh, the idea of contagion and all that. I think it's a hot topic, but it all relates to what we're talking about today. And so these great, the greater understanding of how all these systems work within us um, is so important. So 
Uh, but in terms of that question, yeah, Kay Elmer, if you're still in there, let us know if that was uh, kind of got to where <laughs> you were looking for. And once again, these are these are topics that we you, you just can't cover in a couple hours, right? I mean, Barry, you've been studying this for decades, so um, it's definitely something that we're just going to keep covering and keep uh, uh, you know doing podcasts on and trying to. I mean, it's also you're in a constant, just like any real scientific method, you're day-to-day discovering new things and, uh, and still tinkering and uncovering this stuff. Yeah, the, the moment you think you got it wired is the moment you, you don't. So, um, yeah, I feel like at this point in my life, I'm just at the point where I can really start learning. Um, you know, Mike, you mentioned uh, New German Medicine. And um, that's another whole discussion that, you know, way too much to get into now. But that's another level of reality. (laughs) Is that tail? Uh, But anyway, that's another new reality, uh, another reality that has to do with our biological instinctual programming that are from our, uh, let's just say, lower mammalian and reptilian evolution. And uh, I got to be careful when I say that. I'm not suggesting a Darwinian type evolution because that was another uh, fabrication of the Royal Society to keep us in darkness. But it is a fact that our bo- uh, the human biology has all of the lower um, animal forms on the earth kind of programmed in in our job is to, and we're the only ones that have the ability to self-realize and do that, is to raise the frequency of everything and rise above it. Or we can, you know, choose to sink down and operate on the lower instinctual animal form. So if you look at an embryological unfolding of a newborn, a fetus, uh, what you're going to see is it go through all those stages that are, you know, reptilian, mammalian, and so forth. Now, along with that, are the instinctual programmings of those forms. Now, the human biology is unique in that it does things on our behalf that help us um, deal with those instinctual programs and facilitate our rise of consciousness beyond the animal. So we may not be... uh, you know, an animal like uh, like a cub at a wolf pack that's having, uh, you know, maybe the run of the liver that can't get its fair share after a kill or something, and then have instinctual kind of reactions to that. But we are, uh, you know, having uh, more social, uh, um, you know, holograms of that same phenomena when we think that we're just not getting a, you know, a, a good uh, you know, thing dealt to us in life or that uh, we're not getting our fair share, that kind of thing. That plays out socially in other ways, you know, uh, within human circles. But the point I'm getting to is when we have those issues, it triggers off instinctual mechanisms that then trigger biological responses that will then uh, become all of those um, things that medicine defines as disease uh, in all its many forms. And when those biological programs are instigated, it happens first 
at the level of the psyche. And again, we're going on to our you know, higher realms of consciousness. That triggers a part in the brain. Now with Dr. Homer, who is the innovator of, uh, of um, New German Medicine, was able to do, he did 40,000 successive CAT scans that showed with certain, he was able to correlate all the different biological programs affected by different psychological assaults or traumas, and then understand exactly what part of the brain would be triggered that he could see on a CAT scan, and 40,000 times in a row they correlated perfectly. So this is beyond anything conventional medicine has ever done as far as offer evidence that what he's talking about is actually true. This, uh, the reason why I'm actually bringing this up now is also there's three germ levels that embryologically uh, evolve our entire body, you know, until we're, we're born into a full human form. And uh, those three germ levels also have in their journey certain microbes that are along for the ride. And we would call those fungal, bacterial, and, and other kinds of uh, organisms uh, that are, you know, associated with, uh, you know, the three germ levels. So, for instance, if as a practitioner, I see somebody that has a tumor in a certain type of tissue in the body that's made out of one of those germ levels, I'm also going to know on a bioterrain level which organisms I need to pay particular uh, attention to because when that biological program that necessitated, say, a growth, what we call tumor, those organisms need to be there in sufficient amount in order to degrade the tumor after that growth in the body has relieved the stress on the psyche. And we'll talk more about this and maybe about 10 more podcasts in a row. And that, um, you know, uh, allows those guys to digest the tumor. It did the job, alleviated the stress on the on the subconscious and the psyche, and allows us to again evolve out of human uh, or out of lower animal instinctual awareness or, or reaction, and and go into higher human uh, conscious awareness. So there's so much, you know, and I hear the, you know, just the the discussions, and we're talking about microbes and. Uh, you know, is this an electrical universe? And, you know, just all coming at it, you have to, there's so much information that you have to put together to get a complete picture. And then when you do that, it becomes very practical. It becomes practical to engineers. It becomes practical to, um, you know, doctor types. And it also, for the average individual, it becomes very practical as when you're informed on how you work how the universe works and how you work within the universe, um, then you don't live in fear and ignorance and you don't keep repeating the same mistakes. Yeah. Um, wow. And I feel like we have a grander cycles going where humanity together is doing that. And um, it's interesting, you know, someone asked, Lightworker asked, do you recommend the vaccines? For, you know, <laughs> well, what's interesting is we know with these mad scientists, Frankenstein uh, type uh, vaccines is that they have foreign animal DNA in them. And what do you know? You're injecting that foreign junk um, into your body to try to bring back those animals. As my dog is behind me, uh, she heard the call uh, as to, to bring us back down into those um, the primal animalistic 
um, physicality versus the more evolved consciousness. So, um, and we'll, we're going to do a whole show on that next week. So, um, we're coming up on two yeah, hours. One, one, Go ahead. Okay. One, one last comment on that is, um, remember we talked about each DNA strand being an antenna. When you modify your own DNA by splicing in, uh, animal DNA, insect DNA, which is what vaccines do, won't go into how they do it, but that's exactly what they do. That's what they're designed to do. Then they, um, they bring you out of the human perceptive bandwidth, uh, the human emotional bandwidth, the higher emotions, and, and then you're reduced. Uh, basically, you're getting cut off from your, your humanity. And what vaccines are, uh, there's nothing good about them. I wouldn't recommend one to my worst enemy. There's no such thing as a good vaccine. And anybody that thinks that we, you know, eradicated, um, you know, diseases from the planet, there's explanations on how that's exactly false. And so it is purposeful that we are being um, severed from our humanity. And so uh, I guess the quick answer to that question is no. Uh, yeah. Um, in fact, I would go as far as to say that vaccines are one of the main mechanisms in the last hundred years to make people sick and to create disease. Uh, it's all part of the great con game. Uh, but we'll leave it at that for now. And we'll dive deeper into the science and uh, uh, studies and your own clinical, um, you know, uh, experience uh, next week when we go into more of that information, which seems to be uh, the hottest topic on the planet right now, uh, due to uh, everything we're, we're experiencing with these um, forced um, shutdowns and quarantines and all that. Uh, over a third of the planet right now is quarantined, which is insane. Um, but today's topic is, I feel like, so important because it really brings to light that all of this is nonsense. Literally, all this doesn't matter. And uh, control what's in your own, um, your own arena of your experience. And if you can do that and you can control, then you can be healthy. You can control your life, everything around you, create your happiness. I mean, even, God forbid, this is pretty dire, but they've seen it. Even people that were in concentration camps with this kind of outlook were able to get through it. So um, no matter what the world is throwing at you, if you have the right mindset and you have this understanding, you're going to be fine. So um, we'll leave it at that. Uh, if you guys like this talk today, please join us on our Telegram group, t.me forward slash alphabetic to continue the discussion. Also, if you want to support us and help us grow this podcast and get better setups for who we have better audio for our guests and all that, we need, uh, we need income. So um, you can support us on our Patreon channel. That's patreon.com forward slash alphavedic. We're putting up more and more content on there that's exclusive to our Patreon stuff that we can't even really talk about in the public. I'm putting up more information that I'm finding. Uh, Bear, uh, you know, want to talk to you more about getting, you know, I used to do a lot of these blog posts on our site, maybe start doing some posts on there. Really simple to do. Um, so really, we're trying to grow our Patreon. It's also a co-op. So if you join the co-op section, you get a discount to our products, which you can find on our website, alphabetic.com. Uh, for those that aren't familiar with us, we are actually an off-grid 
farm, an herbal farm, we grow our own herbs that we make our own teas with. Um, our, our prime herb that we focus on is Jiaogu Lan, the tea of immortality. Uh, we sold out on our first crop of bulk Jiaogu Lan in a, a little less than a month. So we've rapidly expanding our operation. I know Bear and all of the team has been just pounding away outside, building trellises and, and trying to expand as fast as we can so that we can keep up with the demand. So biodynamically grown Jiaogu Lan is one of our specialties, as well as all the other products from C60 to our new exciting protein line that we're coming out with that is immune focused. And something like if athleticism, you're in there in the chat, I think something you'll be really excited about because this is a game changer for macronutrition. And so we're not just, the, we do the podcast because we're passionate about getting the information out, but we're doers, we're out there, we're growing food, we're, we're innovating products. I'm developing new technologies with friends for, te uh, for cryptocurrencies and blockchain. So there's a lot we're trying to do to provide solutions for the planet. Um, Deb Lando is out there really pushing the permaculture in our community. Bryden Lando and Stephanie Lando, our other partners down south, are doing what they have to do with, they just had a child and they're down in LA. And, um, so we're all, we're a family company, um, really trying to help the world. So please support us. If you can join our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash alphabetic or go buy uh, a bag of tea. It's exceptional. It's really, I'll say it right now. I know you know, it's the best tea out there. Like we hear it over and over again. It's hand-picked, hand-packaged, hand-grown. It's amazing stuff. So if you're a fan of teas, check out our uh, Tea of Immortalities um, or our standard caffeinated teas. Uh, well, they're not standard by any means. Um, blend them with some coconut oil. Uh, do it that way or our thermogenics. Um, anyways, that's my spiel on that. Please support us if you like this content. And we'll see you next week to dive into the true nature of viruses and germ theory. Take it easy. Cheers.